So hi, one of the Good Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with Kimball Walters from the band Ages. And we're gonna ask him some questions today. I'm gonna start. So what inspired the what inspired the creation of the band and what does the band name mean? <laughs> uh okay. Well, Ages, we just thought it sounded cool and it looked cool on paper. Um Fair but enough. the way that the our spelling was standard in the beginning, it was just A-G-E-S. But then uh, long story short, we got a threat of a cease and desist on a band that had the acronym ages mm-hmm. and so uh our bass player tony came in and was like oh here's the ae symbol just put that in there and it looked cooler it's been a little bit of a nightmare for people pronouncing the band name because i mean see there it is it's like oh that. that's cool um, yeah it looks cooler yeah it's always cooler um so that's how the band name came about it doesn't really mean anything we just thought it sounded good um and then the style and all that kind of stuff was just uh we wanted something to to kind of base the band around. It was it was basically three bands that we love, which was Quicksand, uh, this band Handsome, and uh, Queens of Stone Age. And so we we're just trying to figure out uh, how to write kind of similar tunes to them, just to kind of give us a start. And then from there, it evolved into you know a couple of records later. We feel like we've, we've found our own way. You know, yeah. So that oh, yeah. was things down. Yeah, that's sick. Solid, all right. Yeah. Uh, so congratulations on your two newest releases, Drummond and Colors. How do you felt the response to the two so far? Uh, well, we just released Colors and I think it is going pretty well. You know, um, <laughs> the crazy thing about releasing something during a pandemic uh, is that you're, you rely heavily on, you know, social and people sharing it and stuff like that. Yeah. And so we're, we're trickling down the social machine, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I would love it to go faster and bigger, but everyone that's sharing it and hearing it seems to really dig it and uh, kind of feels that it's a, a new, fresh take of, of us by us, mm-hmm. which is always what we like to hear. You know, you got to keep moving forward. You don't necessarily want to change too much, but you want to keep evolving to keep your fans excited. Uh, so I feel that Colors is doing well, you know, hopefully it just keeps growing and spreading and whatnot. Um, and we'll have more in the future. But uh, Drummond, on the other hand, which was the the full length, some people call it a long EP, some people call it short full length. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's in a sleeve, you can buy it. It's a, I call it a record. Um, but uh, yeah, so that came out uh, like January 24th, 2020. And we had a bunch of stuff lined up. We had Shiprocked, uh, which was that rock cruise that started at the end of January. Um, and then all of February, we went out with our buddies, uh, Crowbot. And basically, when we were on tour uh, on Shiprock is when the, the coronavirus was kind of starting to, to come up here and there and become an actual topic of concern. And then when it hit, you know, we, we ended on that Crowbot run. And then that was basically the end of that record cycle. Mm. as far as the way that we were used to promoting something we had a bunch of stuff lined up and just like everyone else in the business you can't really get upset or too sad because you're not the only one it's happening to uh you know the world the world kind of put itself on pause and so the the reception on that record has been great but the promotions uh that we got to do were very poor unfortunately (laughs) it started off awesome but uh we love that record. We think it's really cool. And that record, we went back to uh, self-producing and all that kind of stuff. So it was how the band started. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like it, it represents the three of us 
that are on that record the best. Um, and it's, you know, just, just like I was saying before, it's an evolution from the previous record. So it's just, it's a constant, constant growth, which is what you need. You don't want to write the same thing twice. Yeah, that'd yeah. get a little boring. <laughs> um, so from here, I'm at, from here on out, we're going to beat the shit out of that album a little bit, and then we'll touch base <laughs> on the single later on. Um, so can you tell me what the uh, album name, if there's any meaning behind the album name or the cover art? Oh, crap. Okay, so there is. I gotta look it up again because I don't even remember what I forgot what it meant. But I was like, <laughs> I was trying. So I was trying to go through um, things that looked good and sounded good and worked in English. You know, so yeah. I guess I grew up overseas. I grew up in Indonesia and I lived in Jakarta, Indonesia. Sorry, I'm looking this up while I'm while I'm talking. <laughs> So I grew up in Jakarta, Indonesia, and I was trying to get an Indonesian title just because uh, I think it sound it, it would be cool because it's yeah. part of me, whatever. Uh, translation, come on, give it to me. It, it, this, everyone uses, oh, it means dreams. There you go. Mm -hmm. Boom. Dreams. There we That's go. Hard to see. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so I was basically just rolling around with a couple topics that were kind of part of the record, um, or at least what some of the songs kind of played with. And not necessarily dreams, but just kind of living in an alternate reality and trying to, be, you know, be outside of yourself a bunch. Uh, so that's how that came about. I think that's from in a Swedish, you know, mm -hmm. it's just kind of cool. Of course, everything they do is awesome. They look amazing, beautiful people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Not> yeah. <kidding. laughs> um, so yeah, so that's how that uh, title came about. All right. But that, anyway, to rewind the Indonesian stuff I was trying to do, it just didn't sound cool. Everything was too long. Fair enough. Fair. Yeah. All right. Can't make it too long if it's impossible to pronounce to begin with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the cover art, is there any meaning behind that? Uh, you know, I didn't ask. That was a, that's our guitar player, Trevor Howard. He did that one. He did uh, the single for that record, Pain. He's an incredible artist. Uh, so if anybody wants to check him out on Instagram, it's Art by Cronendome, I think. Um, but he's awesome. He's He's just, he plays with a bunch of like, uh, he'll scan, paint, scan, paint, just create layers and stuff like that. And I can't remember exactly what that was, um, but he didn't tell me the meaning behind it. So I'm not sure what was going through his brain, but we liked it. <laughs> all right, fair enough. That's fair. Yeah, that's all you need to like, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so can you tell me a little bit about your writing process for this album? Sure. So uh, the previous record was Waitlist, which was on uh, Another Century's sony red i don't even know the record label kept changing that we were on um mm -hmm. or adding to it it kept being a subsidiary this 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 and so yeah um we had a lot of time between that record and this one and we also had a lot more freedom because we had uh left the record label uh left management and everything so we were again just you know our own entity it's just us mm -hmm. and so a lot of the outside influences that would would you know kind of blend into your music, uh, whether you wanted to or not, uh, we're now gone. And so it was just kind of back to just what we were going to do. Um, mm -hmm. And I was I was really vibing on, on a bunch of Mastodon stuff. And so I was trying to write, you know, a couple more riffy stuff. And this was our first record that we had with our drummer, Dylan Howard, who was Trevor's brother. Yeah. And he's an incredible drummer. He's, he's his style is kind of unlike any other drummer really uh his left hand never stops moving so he's constantly hitting the snare whether you can hear it or not and so it wow. creates these cool yeah it creates these cool rhythms that where 
I'll write a riff or create a song um, and then bring it to the band once I'm happy with it. And then mm -hmm. it changes from there. Like, mm -hmm. you know, and it's pretty wild. So that was, that was basically kind of the, the process of that was just going through as many demos as we had, seeing what we liked uh, and then playing it together and then seeing what actually came to, came to life and what didn't. Yeah. A lot of times you'll write a song and you'll be like, this is going to be it. This is the song and you play it as a band. And you're like, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> this is you not know? what I thought it was. Yeah. yeah. This is only me. You only hear me in the song. And that, that's not what the band is. So, yeah. 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 Uh, so you mentioned you guys self-produced this album as well. What was it like going back to your roots? Kind of. It was great. Um, and it was awesome because like I said, you don't really have any outside influences. And one thing I feel like when we did Weightless, as much as we all love that record, uh, the one thing we lost a little bit was the extended length of songs. Like we end up writing kind of poppy, heavy songs, you know, with a lot of hooks and stuff like that. But sometimes they're over four or half minutes, five minutes or something mm -hmm. like that, because we like to go long on our wrist. Yeah. And in record labels and radio stations don't necessarily like that because <laughs> you can't pitch it to radio a lot of times. Yeah. Um, but our fans liked it. And so we got to go back to, to that kind of stuff and, and, you know, just do whatever we wanted to do, at least experiment in the studio without having uh, external voices telling you that you're doing it wrong. Mm -hmm. Whenever somebody says you're doing something wrong in, in the music industry, then that's hundred percent. They're wrong. Yeah. There's no, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And so we just got to be ourselves do our own thing. And lucky enough, like I'm a, I'm a, pretty good engineer and I got a good ear for for the sounds that we like and the studios that we use were great and the people that worked there were great and then we got our buddy Overshell to mix it and so it was kind of like you know there was there wasn't any um was it going to fail or not sonically you know it's yeah. like what we were doing it was going to be just as good as the rest uh then we just had to make sure the songs were up to par which is fun I love that yeah that's great uh so I want you to pick your favorite lyric from this album and tell us the meaning behind it. Oh man, you're talking to the guy that forgets his own lyrics on stage. <laughs> so <laughs> that's a tough one. Here, so now I'm gonna have to pull up my lyrics. <laughs> yeah. So no shame in that. No. Yeah. Right. Um, so I would say probably um, the song uh, "Dream State" would be one that I mean, I, there's a, there's a lot of actually. God, you guys would put me on the spot with this one. This one there's puts a lot of people on the spot. Mm -hmm. like. Yeah, there's, a, there's always a bunch of different lines that I like. There's this song called Drink the Water, which I scream my faith is come and done over and over and over in the chorus. And I had to tell my mom, you know, it's not a religious thing. Don't be upset. I'm mm -hmm. not talking about it. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. people can take it however they want. Mm -hmm. um, but I think um, basically this record was all about uh, kind of my my angst with our 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 current situation uh, with the music industry with, mm -hmm. with everything. Um, but here, let me see. Actually, Blind and Dream has got some pretty good ones. Uh, so you put me on a spot. Now I got to freaking find something. Do you usually have to give your mom like disclaimers about songs? Like, okay, this isn't what it means. Uh. Well, no, not necessarily. Sometimes. I mean, when I was, when I was a kid, I would write, not a kid, but like, you know, my first bands, like when I was like 20 years old, I would mm -hmm. write songs and they'd be like, you know, really gushy or like kind of sexual in a stupid way. It was like, yeah. rock and like, 
you know, at that, for that, I, I kind of have to say like, sorry. Sorry, I'm, mom. I'm You're hiding those tapes from her. <laughs> like, I'm trying to be cool in my band. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah you're showing off. It's fine. I guess this is kind of cool. I mean, this, this is just the chorus for Dream State. It's just, don't wait for me. I need to breathe. I'm all alone. How it should be. Don't wait for me. Just leave me be all alone, mm -hmm. which is uh, basically kind of describing, I feel like, a lot of people's feelings when when they're trying to push for something and, and you're constantly being let down, but it's not necessarily you that's failing. You, you It happens so often that you just, you end up thinking it's, it's something with you, but it's a lot of times can be your surroundings or what you're letting yourself be connected to that's influencing you and being a toxin, basically. Wow. That was just, I just grabbed it and I was like, okay, I just rolled with it. There's probably way, I hope there's better lyrics than that on the record. <laughs> Yeah. Fine. <laughs> I just appreciate that you had to go look for it, but didn't leave any empty air and leave us sitting here for three minutes staring you. at you. <laughs> no, man, no, definitely not. You don't want people to be bored. You know, my favorite lyrics actually on any of our records is one of the first songs we ever wrote, which was actually in 2011, is this song called Roaches. The whole song is just a continuous, brutal, like awakening of how humans are just the same as everything else. We're all just trying hard to survive. That's one of the lines. We're all roaches trying hard to survive. And that's, that's that song. It never, it never goes verse, chorus, verse, chorus. It's just a continuous piece of words. So for me, somebody who doesn't remember lyrics well, that song sucked, but now I yeah. know. <laughs> At least I know that line because somebody actually asked me a similar question. And I was like, oh yeah, I like the song. The song's cool lyrics. But that was pretty much one of the first songs we wrote. Yeah. That's so cool. Oh, yeah. Will you guys do that formation again in a song? Or as you said, like it's kind of hard remembering lyrics. You don't really have a pattern. Yeah, we should, but it's like um it's it's gotta be one of those things. Like I wasn't intending on it to be a, a, a constant role of lyrics. I was just mm -hmm. flowing. It was one of those things where it's a super simple guitar line. Yeah. And I was sitting at my dining table with my acoustic and I just kept writing and writing and writing and, and the rhymes and and the the lines were smooth, like fitting, and they were the, all the lyrics, everything I was saying. I was like, this is cool. That's cool. Oh, I like that. Okay. And it just, the song was over. Yeah. Was like, yeah. Oh, okay. I guess that's it. No chorus. Yeah, I guess this is it. That's the person that chorus, But yeah. All right. All right. Cool. <laughs> uh, can you tell me where your headspace was while creating this album? Uh, Well, that, that was me being upset with the industry, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, I, it wasn't anybody in particular. I was just upset with just how difficult things are and how um, you can never fully trust anybody but yourself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I had been told since I was a kid, like promise after promise of this and that. And it's like, you got to realize that it's your band, it's your music. And the only way it's going to succeed anywhere is if you stop believing that you're going to be this famous musician with this massive house and like all this stuff that just you know label execs managers everybody's always going to say because they want they want to be a part of what you're creating which means you have something good but that has no promise or guarantee that it's going to go anywhere it's up to yeah. you yourself as the artist to try to make the right decisions and i've made a lot of wrong decisions for sure you know, uh, I try not to let the ego side take over, but you know, with any artist, that's why you get up in front of people because you think that you're good enough to do it. 
So there's ego already just to get up there and play. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So that's basically what uh, a lot of drama's about. It's just uh, internal demons, regardless if it's, you know, facing a crowd, facing your friends, family, loved ones, whatever, and pushing through all the lies and, and just garbage that's out there. Mm-hmm. And holding on to the stuff that's true, because a lot of times it gets mixed up. You don't realize that what they were saying, or what this person was trying to do, was was beneficial, and you let it you let it pass. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Do you think basically like writing an album about kind of just like you know frick the music industry? Do you think that will affect your spot in the industry at all? Uh, no. I mean, I hope not. You know, because yeah. like I said, I'm not I'm not attacking. I'm not a attacking specific person. Yeah, or anything necessarily. Mm-hmm it's just you know music is when you're when you're writing and you're trying to write from as pure of a place as possible it's based on your emotions and uh like i said i just you know we had all been working so hard to yeah. see something that we had been building not necessarily moving um and you know it wasn't necessarily the industry itself it wasn't you know anybody that necessarily worked with us mm-hmm. uh in particular or directly it was just this is a culmination of, of a life's work up until now and all the stuff that had, uh, like the song Room Full of Mirrors that we have on there. Uh, mm. That's actually my favorite line of the, of the record just because it's, it's one of those things where you're surrounded by mirrors and you don't know which way is out. Mm. And you can point at yourself and say, you're doing a great job, but then you look around and there's a million of them saying it, which one is actually which is the which is the real one and which is which all which ones are lies you know what i yeah. mean okay and when they come this way they're all saying it and you're like okay which one's leading me into the wave and which one's taking me away from the wave you know wow yeah so i yeah i guess I like that's that. <laughs> that's what it is yeah okay that's right. that's a very cool concept just a way to explain it to people that's ah oh, that's cool that's really yeah, cool. Um, so what band or artist influence do you think you can hear the most on this record? Uh, you know, I'm not really sure. I would say, uh, I guess that would be a question that I would ask you. Um, because I always, whenever, that's the thing is, whenever you ask a band, like, oh, what do you guys sound like? The band is always going to describe it differently than the listener. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I was saying, I was listening to a bunch of Mastodon um, uh, just because I love their, we got, we have this new drummer now, Dylan, that can do all of those syncopation crazy like uh, fills and stuff like that. And so we can do even more guitar work or less depending on how crazy we want it to go. Um, and so it was more so like, okay, what, what are we as a band able to do now and where can we take it? And then uh, uh, I've always been influenced by the same things. Like the Cardigans is one of my favorite bands. Um, we sound nothing like them, <laughs> but uh, the melodies and like, song structure and stuff like that has always uh, inspired me and been a big influence on me. But I do think uh, Mastodon, uh, I was listening to a lot of Intronaut too. We don't sound anything like Intronaut, but um, you know, anything with big riffs, Mas- uh, uh, Mutoid Man, was listening to a bunch of Mutoid Man. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and all the old schools like Quicksand, Handsome, mm-hmm. all that stuff, yeah. yeah. Oh, what, would, what would you guys would you do you guys hear anything that, that i'm not even saying 
No, like, because every mean? single band that you listed off is bands I've never heard of. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, okay, it? well, I think I've heard of Quicksand before, only because of interviews. Somebody mentioned them. I was like, oh, that's a cool name. But I don't think I've ever listened to them before. Yeah. Definitely check them out. Out of all of them, definitely check them out. They're all good, I said, but Quicksand was basically the reason I started playing oh. the way that I play. The singer Walter Schreifels, I think anything he does is awesome, but Quicksand's the best. All right. That's awesome. Cool. Uh, so this one should be super, super fast. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words. Okay. Uh, mm -hmm. Energetic, powerful, and uh, catchy. Catchy. All right. All right. Someone. I like good. that. <laughs> uh, so in that same chain of thought, is there a certain feeling you want listeners to have while going through the record? Uh, sure. I mean, I don't necessarily want to tell them how they should feel when listening to our music because there's always that thing of like, I describe my lyrics to you and then all of a sudden it ruins what, what it meant to you. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I like, like uh, with our tunes, is, especially this drama is, is, is not as long as our previous records and it's pretty fast and heavy. Mm -hmm. um, not necessarily simple wise, but just like changes and stuff like that. And so I think it's a good workout record. I've heard that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I can see that. Too much, but uh, people, a lot of my friends have been like, oh, I'm in the gym, dude. Drama's just getting me through it. So uh, I think it'd be cool for like working out or running or, you know, sports. <laughs> okay. Well, I might have to try that. The sports record. It's like an elliptical of, uh, of music, you know? Yeah. So downs, yeah. Mm -hmm. so Has everything you need. Pass out, it's going to slow down a little bit and then take you over that as the very end. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. All right. I gotta try that then. I gotta see if that's what I'm missing. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Of course, yeah. Uh so as we mentioned before, you guys recently dropped a new single Colors. Is it leading up to anything bigger? Another album possibly? Is it too soon for that? Maybe an EP or just a collection of singles? What are we talking about here? Uh, -huh. uh it, you know, that all depends. Basically we have eight songs done, you know. Oh. Um and more in the bag that aren't fully mixed or ready to go, but they're pretty much there, you know? So uh, we're trying to figure out where the world is going and what mm -hmm. we're able to do. Um, and so if we're allowed to, if we, obviously things are opening up, so bands are slowly being allowed to tour, but all of a sudden you have a year and a half of no bands being able to tour, then you open it up and everyone goes, you yeah. know? And so the, the ability to get on a decent tour or to get into a decent venue and stuff like that is a little bit trickier immediately. So we, we've kind of said, you know, if an opportunity rises and somebody asks us to go on tour with them this year, we will say yes, but we're not actively looking for tours because we don't want to be that 500 names you know, some big yeah. band 500 band bill. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, I don't think that, uh, we'd be one of the bigger bands on that list, you know? Mm -hmm. And so just to, just to give everyone peace of mind or our booking agent and everything, it's like, don't stress on it. But if somebody offers something, we will gladly do it. Yeah. So that in mind, um, we're probably looking at singles. We've never, we've never really done single after single, you know, which I know is a, a big thing right now with, with artists of all genres. So we might give that a shot and see how it goes. So maybe in like a month and a half, we'll have another one. Um, because the thing is, with all these all these songs, "Colors" is one of the shortest songs we've written, mm. at least in a very long time. Um, and then we have one of the longest, or the longest song we've ever written ready. And then we have one of the heaviest songs we've written ready. Yeah. That I just got back from mastering is like a very poppy kind of like 
for us would be like a valid-ish type thing, ready. Right? So it's like trying to figure out what's the best to shoot for next. Should it be heavier? Should it be faster, slower, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's really where we're gonna go. I think we're gonna do singles and then maybe an EP. Okay. I'm so, so <laughs> I'm so curious. How long is the longest song? Uh, so we don't go like November rain, but we do, uh, I think it's like seven and a half minutes. Okay. 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 Yeah. That's so, still, that's still doable. Yeah. It's not super long. It's not like that. No effect. You know, you guys know that band, no effects. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they have, what is it? Is it the decline? Anyway, one of their songs, one of their records is like 35 minutes and it's one song. Oh, Jesus. It sounds yeah. like car seat headrest where it's like a 35 minute song. Yeah. It's just, yeah. there's no end. It's pretty awesome though. Like to be able to do that, you guys should check that out if you haven't heard it. I think that's what it's called. Um, but it's just 35 minutes and the whole way is just awesome. It just rips. It's you know? good. It doesn't slow down. Yeah. It does. Yeah. It cruises. Um, right. But yeah, so seven and a half minutes. But the thing is, is that song too is, is kind of chill in itself. Like this big risk. It's not like this fast, crazy song. Like it's got, you know, big chorus, like a chorus. And so, that would be one if we took it to a record label they'd be like okay you need to make this into three minutes half. yeah <laughs> like, yeah God, dude i've tried so many times i've cut it down and cut it down and cut it down i'm just like okay now i'm losing sections of my song exactly yeah. still too long yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think my favorite part about interviewing like independent unsigned bands is when mm -hmm. you go what's up next and they go well we got 700 songs in the bag and we're just you know <laughs> waiting for the right time to release them. don't know what's gonna happen whereas like these bands that are signed they're like well you know we just put this out we're waiting for the green light for the next record you know a mm -hmm. couple years in between mm -hmm. so i always just think that's hilarious uh <laughs> so where do you see the band in the next five years uh probably kind of where we're at now i mean hopefully much bigger um mm -hmm. and and moving forward but doing the exact same thing making records for them out um if touring is open touring as much as we can mm -hmm. i mean i hope in five years touring is completely open but uh yeah, yeah you know um there's a lot of different things that we'd like to try but i think we're not going to try to sway the boat too much and just keep progressing as the band um and doing as much as we can really um so in five years i'd say maybe three more records sounds doable yeah that sounds pretty good yeah. all right yeah. uh, so for the last couple of questions we're actually going to shift away from music if that's okay with you sure sick so we're going to go straight to death row boom so if you're on death row what would your last meal be with a drink okay i thought you were going to say death row records i was like everybody oh. thinks that and i'm like no guys it's, it's just well, death I think row. the way you say it you know death mm -hmm. row death so, row yeah it's just i don't know why there maybe i'll switch it up one time so if I was on death row, which yes. that would completely suck, that would be awful. It would be. Um, uh, my last meal would probably be uh, tacos. Ooh. I love tacos, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm vegan, so it would be vegan tacos, but I would probably do none of the fake meats or anything like that. Just uh, beans, rice, lettuce. has to be the ripest of avocados. Of course, and yeah. And really good heirloom tomatoes. Mm-hmm. And the hottest sauce of all time. I'm a super hot sauce guy. Yeah. So if I'm going to die, I got to try the hottest sauce in the world. So, all right. And what are you going to wash that down with? Off. Jesus. <laughs> uh, what, what would I wash it down with? Hot uh, sauce. I'd do, uh, yeah, I'd probably try that. You know, just get, every, <laughs> get everything in at once as I can. Uh, no, I don't know. Um, 
because I love I love beers. You know, obviously, if you're gonna die, I'm not gonna drink water or like yeah. Gatorade. Or like We've that. gotten that before, oh, though. Water. Yeah, yeah no, I drink water. Yeah, somebody's like, I'll drink liquid death. It's like, well, that's just water. But you know, you know, you're going to the gas chamber or whatever it's it is. Okay. Sure. Or yeah, death, I don't know what they do in that injection. Um, yeah. Uh, but uh, it would be. Uh, I like a really old scotch, like like one of the oldest art bags I can get, or just a, a local beer, you know, from the local, the freshest local beer that they had at the prison. Which <laughs> 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 might not be that fresh or that local. Yeah. yeah. Um, it might be made in one of the cellmates' toilets. Oh, God. That's rank. If you could live in one fiction world for a week, where would you live? One fictional world? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, like from like a Marvel comic kind of thing, or sure, just... yeah. Okay, Wherever. so that stuff from Marvel very well, or like any of those. What would a uh, what would be a good one? I mean, Cat in the Hat, like whatever that world is, it seems yeah. crazy. It looks like you're tripping on acid. Exactly, know? yeah. Okay, so that would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alice in Wonderland, that's what it is, right? Yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to like see the bad parts of it. You know, yeah. I'd like to only, only the good, positive weird things would be awesome keep the good vibes going exactly stay on the good side yeah so Uh, so i have the honor of asking the last question every single person we've spoken to has actually said it is the most important question all right (laughs) what is your favorite color oh man you know uh i think it depends on what it's on i love a burnt orange i think uh tan for a car like an old vintage I, i'm i'm obsessed with old vin, vintage bentley's i want one you know and i guess now they're pretty cheap because they, they don't work very well but oh tan, well <laughs> yeah tan cream vintage bentley is the coolest thing i've ever seen mm-hmm. um i'm looking around the studio i don't love red i'll tell you that but i have a couple of red guitars oh. i don't love red uh yeah i don't know gold is tight gold's um, pretty good Moving my pedals, uh, yeah. I think burnt orange. I like a burnt orange. You know, yeah. that's pretty taste. Cool. It's a yeah. very good color. Solid color. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so as Corey said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug? No, nah, I mean, just uh, if people like what they hear, check out the record, uh, drama, check out uh, colors. I almost forgot what the song was called. Check out colors <laughs> and. Uh, you know, spread it because, uh, like I said, we're, we rely on our fans and, and friends and stuff like that to, to help us get the, the music out there. Support local bands, support any band, especially in this crazy time. Everyone's trying to figure out the next steps. So you can, we can be found at agesband.com, which is A-E-G-E-S band.com. And on bandcamp at ages.band.com, which is A-E-G-E-S dot band.com. Right. And that has everything on. So, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, well, thank you for staying with us. It's been Kemble Walters from Ages and Where the Good Noise podcast.